Hello and welcome to Cardinal Cameos, where we highlight the incredible work happening in and around Orchard View. So, Stephanie Lord, thank you for sitting down and chatting with me. Tell us a little bit, what did you do with PBL just recently? So, we were involved with a mentor from the ISD and had nine half days that we brought our class over to the Career Tech Center and were able to dive headfirst into project-based learning centered around a project about colonial times. So, asking students what life was like in colonial times, and then they had a chance to research that questions that were of interest to them had a chance to research colonial times and then it culminated with them creating a museum exhibit that they presented then to parents and community members tell me a little bit how did that night go the kids it was great we had a lot of support from the community we had about 27 kids in each class and i think there were only two or three that were unable to attend and that didn't have parents come and support parents and grandparents teachers, administration, everybody came out to give these kids feedback and see the work that they've done. It's really exciting. It was definitely a full house. It was a full room of people for sure. So the Colonial Times unit, you guys have taught this before. Mm -hmm. This was the first year you tried the project-based learning Mm -hmm. approach. When you think back on on that, what, what are some of the things that you recognized came out of this? For me, the biggest part was the engagement and the excitement of the kids. It wasn't just something that had happened hundreds of years ago, but it was something that, you know, real people did and they really got into, some of them created like living history exhibits where they dressed up like the people of colonial times. And since they were able to research things that were interesting to them, the questions they wanted answered, it was much more engaging for the kids. Yeah, and I felt like they really took control of their learning. That was a big focus when we were there was to own your own learning. And you really saw that happening with the kids, just whether it was, you know, just working on different parts of their project or fixing. They really like cardboard and hot glue guns <laughs> a lot. Um, I need a lot of Band-Aids. Yes, <laughs> project-based learning requires a lot of Band-Aids. Um, so they were able to just fix parts of their project. They took feedback really well. And it was really, we followed a feedback protocol with the help of Nick Cunnan. But it was neat to see their feedback going from your project is cool or it looks great to really being very specific. And then we culminated the project with experts from the Lakeshore Museum coming in and giving critique and feedback to the kids. And they responded really well to that. And just as soon as they suggested something, they went back and they were like, oh, we got to fix this. Or, oh, we need to add more pictures to this. Or we need to research this. And so that was cool to see the way that they would revise their project based on that feedback. I'm excited to build on that now that we're back into the classroom with the idea of, you know, a first draft. You know, how can we make this better? What can we do to ask for feedback or to see what are the weaknesses of this? So you guys talked about Band-Aids. I don't know which one of you brought it up. It was about the hot glue gun. What about what about as a teacher? Were there any Band-Aids? I mean, how did you guys find the project? Were you stressed? Were you stretched? Is it something you'd do again? Um, I would definitely do it again. And this project was cool because we can replicate this again next year. It wasn't something that was like a real world problem we're solving. And then we don't have that problem to solve next year. So right. it's we can replicate it again. It was a whirlwind. Yes, it was good. I was going to say it was very intense. 
not so much that, you know, we weren't standing up in front of the kids teaching high intensity, but it was just really great, but exhausting at the same time. And we learned so much about, you know, things that we would try differently next time. With this being our first experience with project-based learning, we were learning every day as we were doing it and taking notes on what we wanted to change for the next day or the next time that we did this. So it was, it was a lot, but it was, (laughs) it was, it was great. Yeah. It was a fluid process for sure. You know, we would, we would change things on the fly when we were there or, oh, this isn't working, so we're going to add this other document into Google Classroom and get them started on this. So what made you want to jump into project-based learning? What was it that drew you to this opportunity? For me, we've both been teaching fifth grade for so long, and you are ready for a change to do something new, something fun and exciting, and anything that can get your students more engaged and excited about their learning. And since we had the support from the district and from the ISD, it seemed like a good time to jump in. Absolutely. I feel like I liked the idea of working as a facilitator to the learning instead of just being up in front of the kids and How would you describe that? I mean, what is what is the facilitator's role as opposed to the lecturing? Um, it's more questioning, I guess, the kids questioning their, you know, their projects and how could you make this better or what do you think you could do to move forward and giving kids that control over their learning instead of you telling them what they should do. Yeah. Providing them with kind of a framework for the day and then giving them next steps as needed, but letting the kids do the work. Mm -hmm. It was when we just stepped back and watched, it was pretty amazing to see 60, almost 60 kids engaged and doing what they were supposed to be doing. And very few were not focused and on task. How does that compare with what you've experienced before in your classroom. I mean, was it was it about the same, or do you feel like there were some kids who maybe before weren't as engaged as they were this time, or do you feel like there were maybe more kids not engaged because it was more self-directed by the students? I had several students who are, you know, typically very reluctant learners or maybe will be engaged when they see that I'm watching or sitting near them. But for me to step back and give, you know, that kind of freedom and see those students actually taking charge over their own learning, that was new for several. And I think maybe the excitement, like you might have kids that are on task because they know they should be, but there was more of an excitement about being on task, if that makes sense. So what's next? What's next for for y'all with project-based learning? We've already been doing a little bit of brainstorming what our next project will be and what, you know, we start with the standards. So thinking about spring coming up, what we'll be teaching in the spring and what projects might naturally go with those standards. Yeah, we're starting slowly. Yeah, I think we could agree that that it's nice if you can get the most bang for your buck. So, okay, what kind of writing can we incorporate in this? How, what kind of speaking skills can we incorporate? Not just stick to one standard or one subject. So I know you've only gone through one project. Um, it's nice that you were able to do it together because you had mm-hmm. kind of support from each other. Right. We like to work with is, is there is there any <laughs> is there any advice you would give if a teacher or some teachers were considering project based learning? What's something you learned that you'd want to share with them, or a nugget of wisdom that you would pass on? Um, I definitely recommend teachers would go through some sort of training, yeah. because I think there's can be a misunderstanding of what project based learning truly is. 
it's more than just, or it's, it's not really at all just doing learning in the classroom and throwing a project on at the end of a unit and calling that project-based learning. And I think there can be a misunderstanding of that. So I think some training in how to plan a project is pretty important. That increased my comfort level with it, I think. I would also recommend finding a partner or some support mm-hmm. along the way, whether it's from administration or a partner teacher, or, you know, we went into the, to the ISD and get, got experts and teaching writing and had some guest speakers come in. So that's <laughs> a key part for us, I think. Mm-hmm. Awesome. This was great. I appreciate the conversation. Thank this you. was really cool. Sure, thanks.